Happy Friday, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Tangantai podcast with me, Anne. And in this episode, we are diving deeper into the topic of people-pleasing. But first off, I wanted to apologize for not uploading an episode last week, but I was kind of sick. And I am also going to tell you why I got sick in this episode. But yeah, let's dive right in. With people-pleasing, I feel like there is not this one fit definition that sums the whole people-pleasing up in one sentence and will like, shed a light on every kind of situation that could arise in your life. But rather, it has very many faces and we have to deal with it in very many different situations. So instead of starting with a definition today, I have brought to you my journal and in my journal I wrote down what people-pleasing might look like and how to solve it. So let's just start with number one on that list and number one is never saying no to things because you don't want to disappoint anyone. This is something that just very recently came up in my life. So my uncle is getting married and they are marrying in on an island in Sweden or Denmark. I think it's Denmark. Anyway, they are marrying very far away. And I going there. So I could go there with my sister. But we would be in a car with four people and two dogs. And we also would be transporting... A very big cake and I don't know I don't think I need to go any further in detail into that situation it's just I don't have a really easy way to go there at the same time I now have my semester break but if you're a student you might probably know that semester break doesn't really mean you are now free from all your university obligations but you have to do so many other th other things. So I have two oral exams within a week. Then I have two essays due. Then I have one kind of big thing I have to write. Anyway, there's a lot, lot of stuff still going on. And I am having to study basically the whole time. So... I, I'm not really, I don't really see myself on the road studying because I don't have internet and I can't get my eight hours of sleep and I don't have my like home safe environment where I, where I just feel like okay to study and all those things are just in my mind that I, you know, those things are important things, they have to happen in order to pass my exams and in order to get my degree and then you know my my whole future is depending on those oral exams so it's kind of not the time for me right now to just go to Denmark for a week and I said yes because I can't say no <laughs> because I don't want to disappoint my uncle I don't want to disappoint my father nor do I want to disappoint my sister 
basically everyone in the family would be disappointed if I go don't go to that wedding. But at the same time, the closer that wedding comes, my body just starts to react to not wanting to go. So I got sick. I didn't feel well mentally. I It's just everything came up and I felt so stressed out. And one day I woke up and I was like, okay, you know what? I can't do that. I cannot go there. And I just need to be honest with myself that this is putting me into such a stressful situation that I really, I rather not go and miss out on that experience and maybe disappoint a few people on the way. But, you know, at least I made a decision. So I called my dad, called my uncle, called my sister and told them, you know what, people, I am very sorry, but I cannot be going because this and that. And I told them why. And obviously those are all very valid reasons. So they didn't really have any reason to be mad at me. But still, I felt like I disappointed them. And this showed me just how I am just now starting to take more active part in my life. And you know, deciding what should come next and how am I gonna deal with this and that challenge. But it's very hard to see that in the first place. So I knew I didn't want to go, but not really, you know, because you always have to outweigh the pros and cons of a situation. And for me, the cons were so much heavier than the pros, but still this one aspect of I don't want to disappoint my family was so big in my head that I first had to take this step back and think about it more intensely you know anyway if you're interested what I am going to do now I am not going to that wedding and I feel very sorry about it obviously I <clears throat> don't want to miss the wedding of my uncle but at the same time it just put me in such a stressful situation that I decided to visit them like sometime later for a week or so and then we can actually spend time together instead of me just having to study all the time. So this happened and this showed me that I oftentimes don't say no to things because I don't want to disappoint, especially family members. And I just need to free myself from this belief set that I will disappoint the people around me just because I am saying no. Because it is not going to happen. The people that are in your life, they are in your life for a reason. They have chosen to be in your life because they like you so very much or love you. And they will not just leave because you for once said no to a plan or no to a wedding, you know. And... I have found myself in situations where I didn't want to go somewhere, didn't want to do something. And then in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this person a favor and just going here and there and doing that. But then I didn't like what was going on. And I felt like I was getting a little pissed at the person, you know, I was like in my mind creating the scenario of like what I, I would do for them and what they like how they don't respect my boundaries, even though I didn't even speak my boundaries, you know? This is the thing. Because if you don't tell people why you don't want to go somewhere or why you don't want to do something, 
then they will just assume everything's fine and they they won't think that you did them a favor or something, you know? And in order to have healthy relationships with the people in your life, you need to start to speak your boundaries. But And I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm still coughing from time to time. My voice is still a little rusty because I was sick last week, but I think we're fine. So the second thing is never confronting people about them treating me wrong. Yeah, this is another big thing because I feel like we've all been there. We've all been in that kind of relationships where the other person was treating us very badly and we didn't want to speak up for ourselves because we'd rather just keep quiet and keep things to ourselves. But the thing is, if you don't see speak your boundaries, if you don't say to someone, hey, you're treating me wrong, then you're basically allowing them to do so. And not only are you allowing them to treat you wrong, but maybe the person will never learn how to treat another person correctly and they will treat other people wrong. So next time, if you're in a situation that you find yourself being treated wrong, just speak up for yourself because in that way you will give them a lesson. And you don't have to be mad about it or cut all ties immediately, you know. You just have to set your boundaries and be unapologetic about your boundaries because they make you who you are and that's perfectly fine. So, what do we have next? Not having an opinion on things because you'd rather not clash with anyone. I think there's two types of people in the world. I think there's probably more, but like in that certain aspect, there's two types of people. First of all, that kind of person that will get in a fight about everything with everyone because they literally do not care and they will scream out loudly their opinion and confront everyone about everything and then there is the second type of people who would just rather keep their mouth shut and don't want to discuss anything with anyone because they don't want to end up in a confrontation about their ethics and morals and so on and then you'd rather just step back and act like you don't care and I always think just because you're very loud doesn't mean your point will be heard better you know and this is something to keep in mind because screaming at your discussion partner will not result in them hearing you better but will rather just make them feel like they have to shut all their doors and scream back at you. So this is obviously not the right way. But the other way around where you just completely don't say anything at all because you don't want to end up in a confrontation is also not the right way. Because you have to go through certain kinds of confrontations in your life. And because if you never learn how to ask for what you want, then maybe you will never get that job that you really want for yourself or that higher salary. And you have to learn to stand up for yourself earlier or later anyway. So I feel like it's better to start now. And I want to say that 
oftentimes we feel like we have to come from a place of hate and ego but the next time you find yourself in a confrontation with someone come from a place of love and if you can agree to disagree on something then that's totally fine you know in order to grow you have to step up out of your comfort zone so whatever it is that you're dealing with at the moment ask yourself you don't have to go all the way but just take little steps and learn little lessons and you will see that stepping out of your comfort zone is oftentimes not half as bad as you imagine it to be in your mind so constantly apologizing for being yourself this is something that was so deeply stuck in my brain <laughs> that it literally i don't know if i learned i i don't know if i've learned it already but i have to remind myself of it constantly so <laughs> when i first got together with my boyfriend it was about two years ago now i would constantly apologize for anything i would do and he would be so pissed with me because i would literally i would make food and say i'm sorry you know <laughs> and i don't know obviously it shows what's going on underneath the surface but you don't have to constantly apologize and this is a very deep insecurity of people obviously being very dependent on other people's opinions times and compliments yeah <laughs> this is just the result of constantly people pleasing that you don't know what to do with your time if nobody asks you to do something you don't know what to think of yourself because no one compliments you for being nice or being pretty or being hardworking. And because you feel like you cannot give that love to yourself, you have to be constantly depending on other people giving that, showing that compassion to you. And this is just really sad, you know, because there is unlimited love and time to spend with yourself and things to do by yourself and you just need to learn to get comfortable trust me you will find that give it one or two months being all by yourself and not depending on other people's time or opinion or whatsoever and you will find that it is so much nicer to have your own company than to constantly worry about what's going on with other people and I think COVID was a big lesson for all of us in that aspect because before COVID I went out every weekend and did shit every weekend and I had to somehow spend my time with someone or else I, I thought I would miss out on things and during the lockdown you obviously just you couldn't and you had to sit with yourself and be with your own thoughts all the time and it was a very big lesson and we got to know ourselves so much better i think and i feel like you really just have to learn to get along with yourself and then when you get along with yourself and when you know how to spend your time alone then you can let other people come into your life as well and spend time with other people because then the people can also appreciate you more for what you really are and 
being very dependent on other people will also result in you taking everything too serious and too personal and at the same time letting literally everyone invade your private space. So, for example, when I first moved out, I lived in a very small apartment and I would invite people over to hang out, obviously, and because I didn't want to spend time with myself. And then the people would bring people and the people that were brought by people would then also bring people. And I didn't even have that many seating possibilities but still I would just constantly say yeah okay fine don't worry yes sure and everyone would just come because they don't want to spend time outside and letting people invade your private space so much on such a regular basis just shows you that you need to <clears throat> it might be uncomfortable at first it might be uncomfortable to say no But it will result in you spending so much more chill time with maybe one or two persons that you really want to have in your private area, but you don't want to have hundreds of people there. And it's so hard to learn to say no, but you just have to challenge yourself. And even if it's the small things, so if the cashier would ask you, how do you want to sign up for this thingy? you can save 10% for on your first order you have to start saying no I don't want to thanks and that's totally fine you know instead of just saying like oh well uh, I don't know actually I uh, mm, eh, maybe yeah well okay yes <laughs> and then both of you haven't gained anything from that situation so just learn to stand up for yourself and say no and don't let so many people in your private area quite literally but also like metaphorically spoken you know don't let the people that you don't even know you don't know them you just have that picture in your mind you idealize them some kind of way don't let their opinion of you or not even their opinion but what you might think their opinion might be of you get into your personal space because it doesn't belong there the only thing that belongs in your personal space is your very own personal opinion on things and on people and you can keep that to yourself you don't have to make it dependent on other people anyways so now that we have talked about what people pleasing might look like let's talk about how to solve it the first thing i have here on my list is Do more things that please you and don't feel guilty for it all the time. So you are allowed to do things simply for your own pleasure. And there is nothing wrong with that. And if you don't want to go out to dinner with your friends, because whatever reason, for whatever reason, you're too broke, you don't want to, you don't feel like it, you don't feel social today you are allowed to say no and that is totally perfect that is so fine and not wanting to go is a very valid reason and this is something I just recently discovered myself so I think 
it's a lesson for all of us. Next thing. Never let someone tell you you're not good enough. Not this, not that. Yeah. Yeah. As mentioned before, your own personal thoughts belong to you and you shouldn't let anyone else invade your own personal space. So obviously you are good enough and you have to know it for yourself and you have to learn it for yourself and start acting from it because otherwise you won't set enough boundaries and people won't know how to deal with you. Yes, trust your instincts with people in your life, trust vibes. Yeah, this is also a big one. Um, your gut knows what's going on. I think we all, you know, when we tell our mom about stuff, And our mom is like, uh, that's kind of weird. Our mom always knows best. But you have to develop this mode of being your own mom, you know. You have to know how to take care of yourself and how to know what kinds of people are good for yourself and what and who's are, who are not, you know. And it's totally perfect if someone is not resonating with your energy at the moment because... Or with anyone that doesn't give you off the best vibes at the moment, then it's totally fine and you can just say it, you know? As long as you're being honest, that's that's the only thing, you know? Okay, daily practices that remind you of your self-worth or check-ins. Yeah, do check-ins with the people that are in your life. I think this might be a whole other episode you can let off some steam before and then it will probably not even get to that point where you explode, you know what I mean? Anyway, doing check-ins with your people is very healthy and you should definitely do that if you're in a relationship. Talk about the things that you like and not like, but you should also definitely do that with your friends because... We all live very different experiences and I might be more socially awkward than my friend and they might perceive something that I perceived as horrible, as totally normal and if we don't talk about it, we will never be able to get on the same page. So this is why talking about it and doing check-ins is so important. But the second thing, like those daily practices... So, for example, journaling. need to write it all out and then I feel so much more ease. And it's often like we deep down know what to do and know how to approach the situation, but we can't really figure our way through all those thoughts. So it's kind of important to write everything down and then you will see so much clearer. The next thing on my list is wake up and ask yourself, how do I want to spend the day? This is a healthy thing. I am still kind of learning for myself because I tend to always orient my day towards what other people want to do. And I tend to forget that I have an opinion on what I want to do with the day so I might do 
all kinds of stuff and run all kinds of errands and forget that I actually, I actually really want to go out in nature and lay in the grass. And when I listen to that call, it just feels amazing because listening to something that you really want to do for yourself, it's exactly this, do more things that please you and don't feel guilty about it. So if you feel guilty about laying on the grass because you are not really productive, you can always say to yourself, you know, this is just what I want and it's totally fine because I want it. Anyway, what's next? Don't make plans too early. Yeah. Mm. If you make a plan with your friends three weeks ahead, then it comes closer and closer and closer and you find, oh, I don't want to go. <laughs> you know, it's still totally valid, but it could have been avoided by just not making plans too early in the first place. So especially we as women who go through our, you know, luteal, follicular and so on phases, we are very different, our brain is wired very differently during those phases. So if you feel very social today or in this week, next week, it might totally be different. And it's obviously valid, but you just have to honor it and therefore make plans like a few days ahead. Or I just love, I don't know if it's just me, but I love making spontaneous plans. So when I'm like waking up, spending the morning by myself and then I'm like oh what you're doing today this afternoon this evening let's hang out and then like you don't have this mindset of oh I have to do a thousand things within the next few weeks and on my list is not only going grocery shopping and doing this and that and this and going to university but also meeting up with three people and then it just feels like you don't honor each of these people as much and you just view them as some kind of around you have to run. Next thing, tell people no if you don't want to and be honest. Yeah, so I think I might have said enough about telling people no by now. But being honest is another thing I want to dive deeper into because being more honest with the people around you will then result in you having such an easy time with setting boundaries because the people will know exactly what you think and feel because you are very honest with them and being honest is just the basis for every good thing. Next on my list is be honest with yourself in every kind of situation. Yeah, so not only have do you have to be honest with the people around you, obviously, but also with yourself? The next thing on my list is... Okay, actually, I drew something. So now I I am struggling to explain it anyway. <laughs> so what I drew is situation. Yeah, okay, so... You know how certain kinds of situations will find you on your way of life. And those certain situations require a reaction from you. But instead of reacting right away all the time, instead of, for example, let's say you're in a, fi you're in a fight with a friend and your friend says something bad to you. 
And instead of reacting right away and going at them for saying something bad at you, you have to develop this space between the situation and the reaction. And this space I called inner observer. And it's also the inner observer who is making the decisions in the end for you. Anyway, so if you find a situation if you find yourself in a situation that is really heated in whatever kind of way and you feel that you want to react immediately, most of the times that reaction will be based in a very effective way of approaching that situation and most of the times acting effective and reacting like immediately will not lead to the outcome that you actually want so you have to develop this space of the inner observer and give him some space even though it is tough even though it is sometimes tough to take a step back but giving the inner observer in yourself space to observe the situation to get a clear mind to not react as emotionally and effective right away will lead to so much more thought through situations in your life and this is always better if you have thought a situation through for example with my example at the beginning with the wedding you know i reacted right away and i was like yeah sure i'm coming And the closer the wedding came, the more I, I felt like I didn't give my inner observer enough space to actually decide on, up on the pros, to actually decide up on the pros and cons of the situation. So I had to step back and I had to rethink the situation and get a clear mind on it and not feel as emotionally drained and obliged to go to this wedding to find myself in this situation of deciding properly and giving my inner observer enough space to decide upon facts, you know? And I think this is a good example. I, the thing is, I kind of feel like that I owe my family some kind of happiness because they put me in this world And this is obviously totally wrong because you don't anyone because you don't owe anyone shit. And you just don't. And this is just a good thing to keep in mind. You don't owe anyone anything just because they did anything for you. You are just in this world and you have to figure out your own experiences and things somehow. So Please don't feel like you have to live up to someone's expectations, especially with your parents. It's so hard sometimes to get into that inner observer role and not react to situations so emotionally. But it's a way of freeing yourself from those types of expectations. And I think we talked about that in detail last episode. So I'm not going to go any further into that now. The last thing I have in my journal is setting boundaries. And I think I talked a lot about setting boundaries for now. But I want to say another time, one more time. If you don't set boundaries with the people around you, if you don't tell them 
I don't like that you do this and that or I don't want to hang out with you seven days of the week because I feel like we would get along better if we just hung out five times a week, you know? Then the people, they will not know because they can't read what you think. And even though you might be a perfect fit with your partner or whatsoever and you get along super well, you can't expect them to be a certain type of way towards you if you haven't been honest with them before. And if you learn to be honest with the people around you, with yourself, and if you start to learn from certain types of situations that approach you on your way of life, then you will find that it is so easy to set a boundary and that it is so much fun to set a boundary. And I would honestly be very thankful if, if my friend came to me and said, sorry, Anne, I feel like we have hung out seven times this week and in me spending this evening by myself, I just feel like I can tell you more the day after that and and I will be a more social person the next time we see each other. I would honestly be so thankful for someone being so honest with me, with me because then I know what's going on and it's not that I meet up with my friend and we are both like somewhat pissed on each other because we don't know what the shit is going on and then the next time we see each other we are just like a bit weirded out. So be honest with the people around you, with yourself, set boundaries and your relationships will become so much healthier. So I don't think I have anything else to say. I am so glad that you listened to this episode and uh, you can always leave me a review and you can always talk to me on my Instagram, which is Pod. And yeah, thank you for listening and I'll see you in a week. Love you. Bye.